glorious morning, Phil. Good morning to you, mate. It is a glorious morning. I was up for uh, sunrise, and Liverpool have got the points in the bag, Mido, and it's uh, Klopp's kids outclass uh, Potch's blue billion pound bottle jobs, according to Gary Neville. That's a, a pretty big. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that's a pretty big. Is a headline I've ever seen one. Chelsea. Yeah, and uh, but it was put to Potch after the game too, Clarky, that Gary Neville had said that, and yeah. uh, he said, "Look, I respect his opinion, but." Clearly, I'm not going to agree with that. So I think there might be some behind-the-scenes conversations going on. He doesn't miss many. Gary Neville uh, was a hell of a player, but I think he's, it, it, yeah, he seems to. Oh, on one hand, I love that he says what he feels, but yeah, he doesn't miss you, uh, even if it's United. He's hit United hard at times as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. I, look, to be honest, I think he's got, got more headlines post his playing career than he did during it. He, he was a fantastic player yeah. and. Uh, he won a lot of trophies at, at Manchester United, but yeah, he's a, he's a pundit that doesn't pull any punches. And um, yeah, I, I, look, I think that that's harsh. Yeah. Blue billion pound bottle jobs. Um, you know, they're they well, have Liverpool not playing for free. <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly. But when you've got you've got a midfield, and I think the point was that Liverpool had so many players out. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it was a, they probably had. Uh, they had probably had just as much talent in the grandstand as what Chelsea had on the pitch. So um, they had 150 million pounds worth of talent on the bench last night, Chelsea, and um, and 100 million, uh, 200 million pound midfielders in Fernandez and uh, Casado in midfield against uh, against some young boys. So it, look, it's a famous victory for Liverpool. Let's not uh, put the the focus too much on Chelsea because this was a famous Liverpool victory um, done with a lot of kids and uh, obviously in Klopp's last season he gets his hand on his first trophy so the quadruple and uh, we talk about the league the, the league cup the, the FA Cup uh, the league and the and the uh, Europa League um, are all still alive and kicking and uh, you know if you don't dream miracles don't happen uh, dreaming is something Manchester United are not doing they're just having nightmares to lose it Against Fulham 2-1 at Old Trafford. Uh, that's just a disastrous result for United. Uh, yeah. This clean-out can't come soon enough. That's right. And and a new owner, a new uh, minority owner coming in and, um, you know, saying that he wants to take over from Manchester City and Liverpool. Well, I mean, that's great. It's great to have aspirations. And, uh, and I've just said, if you don't dream, you don't create miracles. But... Um, you know, step by step. First things first. They've they done a massive clean out, and um, and you know, the culture is a massive thing. And I just don't think they've had one since Sir Alex Ferguson left the uh, left the dugout. He hasn't left the club. Obviously, he's still been involved at board level and and so forth. But uh, yeah, the, the way they capitulated um, in the in injury time. Um, you know, Harry Maguire scored in the 89th minute, but then Awobi with that 97th minute winner for Fulham at Old Trafford. And uh, it was, I think it was Traore, waltzed past uh, Maguire on halfway, ran half the length of the field, wasn't touched, laid the ball off for Awobi, and he wasn't touched and, and picked his spot for the winner. So just a snapshot of how bad they are. Arsenal's uh, good win, put Newcastle to the sword, but it keeps them just behind Liverpool. Yeah, that's right. This was an emphatic win and uh, not a good night for, for Newcastle. But Arsenal, you can't deny them, Clarkie. They've uh, 
They've been fantastic this season. They're, they're right up. Uh, they're in the challenge right up to their necks. Um, I don't think they'll get past our Liverpool mid but uh, that's just my opinion. Um, but certainly they're going to make a fist of it. And, uh, you know, the, the, the title fight is, is starting to heat up now. It's, um, you know, we've played 26 games. Uh, all top four sides are, uh, have played the same number of games, so there's no one with a game in hand. Only Andrew's Spurs have got a game in hand because of that uh, delayed game against uh, Chelsea. Uh, from the League Cup this morning. So uh, things starting to heat up, which is great. What about the Matildas, buddy? Got the result we'll after? They did. Um, they had to work hard for it, yeah, as we sort of thought they, they would. Best, were they? Yeah. Uh, well, a little bit of credit. They, no, they weren't, but um, a little bit of credit to Uzbekistan. They were well organised yeah. as we expected, and they just had to, you know, they had to huff and puff a few times before they blew the house down. And once they got the first goal, Michelle Heyman, fantastic uh, to see her back in the fold after six years. Um, without a cap and um, and scored on her return um, the first goal and that was the one that broke the back of the Uzbeks um, and then we went on and scored another couple Mary Fowler honestly yeah. when she's got the ball at her feet she's just majestic to watch yeah. outstanding performance uh, looks like we'll be going to Paris now yesterday in the A League those Mariners they just keep winning one nil against Melbourne victory at Amy Park I should uh, I should have known better. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm sure Loz is laughing uh, while he's queuing up in customs and getting delayed flights everywhere. But uh, yeah, look, the, the heart that they've got, and there was three red cards in this game, two to Melbourne Victory and, and one to uh, the Mariners, uh, Barcelos, who scored the winner in that um, uh, AFC Cup uh, zonal final the other night, uh, saw red in this one. But uh the heart they showed coming off the back of 120 minutes, and I think the placebo effect. And I did mention that on Friday that the one thing that may just get them over the line in this in this one was the placebo effect and feeling good about you know winning that final and progressing to the next stage. Um, they just don't know. They don't know how to lie down. They never have really. Even even during the the lean years, um, the, you know that the heart was still there. Things just weren't working. But this is a, this is a fantastic. Uh, win away from home against Melbourne Victory, who are desperate uh, to stay in the title fight. And uh, full credit to uh, to Mark Jackson and all the players. Wanderers got a much-needed win against Adelaide as well, I saw, Mossy. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a weekend of draws, really, Clarky. Four out of six games were draws, and the only two win, winners were the uh, Mariners and Western Sydney Wanderers. So that's uh, that gives both those clubs a, a great opportunity to, um, you know, to capitalise on other teams faltering or holding each other to draws. So um, it was a gutsy win uh, from Western Sydney down in Adelaide. Never an easy place to go. Uh, red card to to Ben Halloran, which was a fair decision in my opinion. It, it, it was a bit controversial, but I thought it was a red card. Um, and then you got Perth Glory, Wellington Phoenix. Um, they played out a draw. Alan Stadzic has come out and said they're not uh, happy with the draw, even though it was against top of the table. Uh, Phoenix, which is good to see the you know the mindset shifting under Stadge, uh, as you'd expect. And the other one was Sydney FC, Melbourne City. Sydney FC were very, very good in the first half. They just couldn't stick the ball in the, in the back of the net enough times to get the three points. And Melbourne City hang in there and uh, got the point in the end. Uh, random question on the text line from Crackers in Albury. Can you ask Mossy, is there any chance of football bringing in an interchange bench where players can come on and off to speed the game up and hopefully create more goals, asks Crackers in Albury. So I guess he, he means unlimited or, you know, players who were substituted can come back on. 
Yeah, good good question, Crackers. Thank you. Um, I, I don't think so. Um, I, our game is built on momentum and um, rhythm and um, synchronicity to, to an extent, and I just think that that would... Uh, I mean, sometimes coaches turn games into chaos um, in the second half if things aren't going well and, and, you know, empty their bench. But I think unlimited interchange in our game would ruin um, what makes it so great, and that's the the fluency of games and, and things like that. So... Can't see it happening, and to be honest, my, my personal opinion is I wouldn't like to see it happen. I can tell you, synchronicity is the biggest word used on this show on a Monday ever. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, what really do you mean on a Monday? Good to hear you. Got it out just perfectly, too, Mossy. Impressive. Uh, big believer in synchronicity, <laughs> mate. <laughs> mate, uh, you go and have a great day. Will do. Look forward to a great week, and I'll speak uh, speak on Friday. Take care, boys. Beautiful.